When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Royal Blue Podcast from the Liverpool Echo, giving you the inside track on all the big talking points from Goodison Park. John Paul, thank you very much for joining us, mate. Really appreciate your time. Um, just just before we sort of get into the nitty-gritty stuff, just bring uh, just bring the listeners and the Evertonians who are, are, are listening to this up to speed with where you're at now in your, uh, in your career and who you're playing for. I'm at Wellen, Wellen FC. Um, we're in the Conference South at the minute, Phil. We're going okay. We're going okay in the league with second. So the manager who's who took me a few places, Adam at Macclesfield, and um, he took me over to Whitehawk. So we've had I've had a good little I get on with him really well. So he's um, he's took me over to Wellen and we're doing okay. We're doing good. And um, so, have you are you fully relocated in the south now, mate? Obviously, you've been at Luton and and, and a few other clubs down there. Are you is that where you're based full time now, or are you still back back was, up here? I was fu- I was fully um I was I was down in London about two or three years for signed for Ebbsfleet and I was full time down there and then um I have a daughter in Liverpool so it was a little bit difficult getting forward and back so I've, I've moved back to Liverpool and I just commute now. So right. It's not too, it's too bad. How how long's that drive down on a on a week on, during the week and a match day? I must have been a bit of a trek. Yeah, it is a bit of a trek. So three times a week, but it's um. It's easier on a Saturday morning, but sometimes I go on a Friday and I stay over on a on the Friday for the game on a Saturday. Yeah, so it's not it's not too bad. So just just uh, last one on Welling, mate. Um, are you are you is it a part time club Welling at the minute? Obviously, you mentioned your yeah. national national league South, yeah. Yeah, it's a part time at the minute, mate. Yeah, but um, we're going all right, and if they go up to the to the, to the national league, I think they're gonna. Maybe look at going full time. Brilliant. Well, obviously, as I'm sure you're aware, mate, it's um, non-league day, isn't it? This coming weekend, as they say, and obviously they try and generate a bit of interest for for non-league clubs while while the Premier League and what have you takes uh, a break for internationals and stuff. You've been involved in non-league football now for you know on and off for the best part of ten years. I mean, how much do you enjoy playing at that level? You know, it's quite an unseen level of football because not you know. Some clubs obviously get big crowds, but you know it's it's not something that many fans get to go and watch because they're, you know preoccupied with the Premier League. So, how much do you enjoy playing non-league footy? You know what? I play most of my career in non-league, the conference, and and and, and in the conference. And you know what? There's there's not really. I, I played in League One, League Two, the conference, and you know the, the big clubs. There's a bit of a difference, but the the, the level is. Uh, there's a fine line, do you know what I mean? So you mm. get some really good games. I mean, this year we played Billericay, who yeah. financially are, are, are competing with League One, League Two teams financially. You know, they've got Jamie O'Hara playing for them, and you know, good non-league players. You sort of, you sort of see the good non-league players. They'll, they'll, you know, they do the rounds a little bit, and and you know, there's always good competition. But you know, definitely, I think the Conference League Two, that you know, there's a fine line of of the difference in in standard, but. You know, I've, I've I've enjoyed every club I've been at. You know, I, I absolutely love football, and you know, you get some really good games. Don't get me wrong, you can get some 
schon, schon mal ausgezeichnet. <lacht> <lacht> schon rauf gerannt werden, das ist die Tiefe lernen. Yeah. The pitch isn't great and, and you know, you've got to sort of all your sleeves up and dig in. And you've got lads who, who are working and playing football as well. So, you know, they've got both wages and they're the kicking you and they're going for a pint after the game. So you've got, you've got that side of it. But then you've also got a real professional side of it as well. I mean, when we were at Ebsfleet, it's the it's it's probably the best run club I've been at since Everton. Well, wow. I mean we went we went away pre season uh, to Portugal every season. You know we we were run like a, a full time club. You know protein shake the the spend the conditioning. And, yeah. You know we had everything everything at us. We were a full time club, and you know it, it can show you the difference. And there was there was big money at Ebsfleet at that time. So you know everyone's desperate to get in the league from from the conference. So. You know, there is, especially the conference and say the top half of the conference, South Conference North is really like, you know, you get some really good games. I mean, I played at Southport, Stockport last season and, mm. you know, there was four or five thousand there wow. and, it's, you know, good, good games to play in, really good games. You, you mentioned it a bit, a bit there, mate. When you first, uh, and we'll, we'll come back and, and speak about Everton and, and stuff in a minute. But when you first dropped into non-league, you were obviously West Cheshire initially, weren't you, with Newton? And then you played Formby and stuff. Was it a bit of a culture shock at that point for you? You were still a young lad, of course, and you'd been playing academy footy a little bit in Scotland. Was it a bit of a culture shock in terms of you know, the, the physicality you know what, of it all? Do you know what, Phil? I went from being on the bench in the Merseyside derby mm. to driving a taxi down Liverpool. Wow. In the space in the space of six months, that's how quick football can can change. And I, I had a bit of a, I went up to Scotland, a bit of a after I went up to Scotland, I had a bit of a bad injury, and then I sort of was disillusioned with the game a little bit because I absolutely love playing football. But for a player um, I love, of the, the type of player I am, it's it's difficult in England. Mm. Phil, you know, I'm, I'm a sort of footballer and. You know, it's it's England, and especially the lower you go, it's 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 you know, it's hustle and bustle. It's it's just our culture, the, the English way. You know, oh, I don't pass two, three, four, five times when we can just get a forward. It's a yeah. little bit like that, and you've got to you've got to respect that because that's our culture and that, and the way we you know we we've been brought up to play. But I found it difficult, and then when I, when I sort of disillusioned from ever, and I sort of give up a little bit, and then. My brother just wouldn't give up on me. My brother and my, and my dad, he said, oh, come on, you know, you're a good player. And, and then I went to, I started that, just playing in, 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 the, in the West Cheshire with my mates. And then South Paul rang me and said, oh, you know, why don't you give it a go? So I give it a go. And from, from that to heaven, look back, you know, my brothers pushed me to, to, to sort of stay in the game. And, you know, I'm, I'm quite proud. Of I've had a good career. I've played at Wembley, you know, I've, mm. since, 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 obviously, as I said, I went from, being on the bench in the Merseyside Derby to drive in a cab to then back up. I got back up to League One with Oldham. So I played in some big games there, Sheffield United, Preston. And, you know, I think it's... for, a play, for I know from from Everton when you... I'd, I'd love to, to speak to kids who, who, who are similar to me, my type of play, because you can get lost in the, the hustle and bustle of English football. But yeah. if, you, if, you, if you dedicate yourself and you... Like, I have a genuine love for the game. I love playing and, you know, I thought... I thought you know, I'll get back in and, and you can do it and you can make a living out of it and, you know, it's it, 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 it the lower league's not what, like, you know, especially the conference, it's a really, really good level and, yeah. and you know, you can have some big games and some good games and, you know, I've managed to have a good career, I've played for Luton, big club, yeah. and, and Oldham and, you know, and I've enjoyed every club I've been at, so, 
you know, Macclesfield had a great cup run. We got to the third round, got beat by Wigan, who went on to win it. So, you know, it is definitely, you know, young lads hard when you're in an academy, Phil, because you're, you know, I had a, I had the academy right through, and then you have I had two years with the first team where you're going away to six bar hotels and there's you're watching match of the day in the back, <laughs> and you get enough the next you get enough the next day, and you can have whatever you want for your breakfast, and it's just it's five star luxury for, yeah. like, right across the board, and then. You sort of get in that bubble and you think, oh, I've got this for the rest of my life now. It'll never happen to me. But you see how quickly I, I went from, from that lifestyle to, to driving a cab. And, you know, it, it, it's just how quick things can change. But I managed to get back into football and I absolutely love playing. And, you know, I'm quite, I'm happy with a bit of creative. I think I've, I've underachieved a little bit, but, you know, it's, it is what it is. And I've, I've, enjoyed, I've enjoyed my career. Do you look back now, uh, mate, and maybe it's, it's quite a, a topic of discussion at the minute with Jaden Sancho particularly, and, and certainly for Evertonians with Adamola Luckman going to Germany. Young players, young English players uh, are going abroad for opportunities. Do you think if you were playing now and you were at that age when Everton had released you now, that would have been something that you would have looked at because you spoke about the English culture and it may be not suiting your game. Do you think uh, playing abroad might have been something that uh, would have appealed? Do, do you know what, Phil? If I, I think my downfall was I was a massive Evertonian. Mm. I, I, think, I think that was my downfall. My family are massive Evertonians. I think I should have went two years before I went. I had a chance to go to Southampton. Right. And it was a foreign manager. It was a, it was a Dutch manager. And I sort of I clinged on because my dream was for Everton but to play for Everton. But looking back, you know, David Moyes, unbelievable manager, great manager. I just don't think I suited him. I just don't think I, I knew that. I sort of knew that from early on. I wasn't sort of his cup of tea, but he's an absolutely fantastic manager and 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 unbelievable. Like, the, 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 his, his in-depth knowledge of of the game, of the way he wants to play, was fantastic, and he was always great with me. I just don't think I suited him. And don't get me wrong, there was yeah. top top players in front of me like Mikel Arteta, Stephen Pienaar, but. You know, I felt like I deserved as much as a goal as the likes of Dan Goslin and, 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 and mm. I felt I was sort of on Dan's level and 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 I, I knew I sort of knew from a long way out, you know, I maybe should have left a bit early because I'd advise any young lad, um, Phil, yeah. I'd advise any young player, if you're not in the first team by, especially now, 16, 17, 18, if you're not sort of on the bench and you're not getting on, I think... It's it's getting it, it, you've got to get out on loan. Yeah, you've got to you've got you've got to get out on loan. Whether that's Championship, League One, anywhere, full conference. Mm. You know, a lot of a lot of young lads. It's very egotistical at, at big clubs. It's sort of like, but when they get down to like the conference, they get a big shock because it's they know the levels really good, and it's 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 a shock. And and for any for any young player who's who sort of it's so hard to big clubs feel because of the money, the, yes, the money in the yeah. game now, and it just you can buy players at the disposal, and you can play by top players, and I think these managers feel more comfortable doing that buying than giving a kid than giving a young lad a goal. So I'd advise any young lad, unless they're in and around the first team from a young age, to get out on loan to go mm. and play good football, because then. You know, you've only got to look at the likes of Adam for sure. Yeah. You know, I've always thought, thought Adam was a top player, but Adam couldn't even get an RU team. No. Couldn't get an R reserve team. And he went he went uh, he took made that decision early and he, he, he got out to Brentford and, and he you know, he was always a top player. Mm. He was always a really, really good player, but 
he, he's done the right thing and he, he's you know he's been bought for four or five million so it, 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 my advice for any young especially any young English player is, is to get out there and uh, and to get out on loan and go and play because just because you don't make it at a top club it doesn't mean it's, it's the end, end of the world and the longer you leave it the more difficult it is because you know at the academies you get good money yes. and when you're 21, 22 you're on good money you're not going to get the money you're on in the lower leagues so you're all non and all non and then your career can just the managers just unless you've played 30, 40, 50 games in the league they're going to they're going to look for well-established league players and that, 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 but that would be my advice I'd love to speak to young players to try and try them that way because you've always got that mentality of oh, it won't happen to me it won't happen to me but it's 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 so it's it could change for you so quickly. It 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 sounds JP like you're made for a uh, a job in the academy as a coach. Is that something you've thought about maybe? Uh, do you know what Phil? It's something I've I'm doing my coaching badges at the minute. And, yeah. You know I still speak to a lot, a lot of the, the lads there and you know I love everything and I, it's something I really would love to do to get back in and you know I'm 28 I've still got a few years playing but I was with Shuey as well Stephen Schumacher yes, at yeah. Southport and. And he, he went in and, you know, he, he, he's very knowledgeable at the game and, you know, he, he was really enjoying the level and then he went and got the Berry job. So football is definitely something I want to stay in because, you know, as a joiner goes and saves his time, I save my time as a footballer. So, you know, I, I think I've got a lot to offer the game and I love the game as well. Mm. It's not like it's a chore to me or it's a job. I love the game. Yeah. I, I love what I do. I love what I do. Just, and just thinking about when you mentioned... Moisey being a terrific manager, but in terms of your style of football, it, it wasn't suited. Has any part of you looked back in, in, in a few years, sort of three or four years after you left, Roberto Martinez came to the club, a different manager with a different way of looking at the game and, and a different style. Did any, did any part of you think, if only I'd, I'd have been a couple of years you know, younger and I'd still been around? It was a, it was a year, Phil. It was a year. I was heartbroken. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, listen, you know, like, I could never say about where Lord David Moyes, he was, he was he, you know, he was absolutely fantastic. And, but I think I'd have had a lot better chance if Martinez was the manager, just because I think, you know, David Moyes is sort of, you know, he's so, he's like, we used to do video analysis and he'd be telling the likes of Jaggy Elke, if the ball comes into Drogba, he always turns off his right or he, he, he watch him, he'll set and he'll spin in the box every time. It's like his his knowledge was fantastic, but it mm. was always sort of from a defensive point of view. And like, yeah. I'm a little bit more, a little bit off the cuff type yeah. footballer. Yeah. I'm, I'm a little bit of a, a, a passer, and you know, I I the best gets the best out of me in a footballing team. And and I feel like if I'd been with Martin as I've had I'm not saying I had a, had a played under games for Everton but what I'm saying is that I've had a, a bit of a better chance yeah. than, than 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 what I did but you know it, that's life isn't it yeah of course there's managers I play for non-league who you know I've got sacked and then another manager's come in and I haven't been his cup of tea yeah. so it's, 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 it's you know it, it's not just in, at the top level it's at any level yeah. do, do you know what I mean about managers who who, who want to go a bit more direct and I've got I've had managers who who want to play and I, you know I the best you get out of me when is when you when you try to play football of course um just take me back though mate to the, to that period when you, when when Moisey has you on the bench and it started you weren't on the bench at this occasion but you traveled to to Alkmaar with the squad didn't you for the UEFA Cup game is that right yeah it was around the Christmas mm. um, Phil, 
Yeah, we are uh, freezing cold night, and you know what? <laughs> I'll never, never ever forget that experience. It was, it was from start to finish. It was an amazing experience to be involved in a, a European game, and you know, the ultimate. It was, it was a really tight new ground. Yeah, and it was, it was bouncing, and you know, it was just, it was, it was unbelievable to be there as an Evertonian. You know, I've, I've sat in the stand shouting for Everton and. And it was just, it was, it's a mind blowing, it's an amazing experience for any young, young, young lads being involved in, in that type of, of game. And you know, I was gutted away on the bench, but it was, it was just an amazing experience. And and I'm a big Beatles fan, and we stayed in the same hotel where uh, John and Yoko under the bedding. Right. Me and, Ib- me, and Ib- me and Ibo went up to that room. We've got some, I've got some pictures in the house. <laughs> we went into the room with each other. So it's a good, good. good Double, double, yeah. um, double good experience. Absolutely. Because then in, in 2008, you actually did get on the bench, as you mentioned at the top of the of, of the conversation, you know, that, that culminated in being on the bench for the derby, but you'd been in, in the squad, in the matchday squad, for about eight or nine other games. And, you know, what was it like actually being part of the squad on a match day and actually thinking, I could actually get on here? Well, do you know what? I had to, I, it was Middlesbrough away, Boxing Day. Yeah. And, Dan, Dan Goslin come to my he was living on his own in town so I brought him to my house for Christmas dinner right. and the weekly the, the weeks leading up to that I think Mikel was injured P&R was injured Jose Baxter got hurt I think and it was out of and Tarim Mataf yeah. Taff pulled me and said there's a good chance here you know you could, you could be involved at, like to start and it was sort of out of me and Dan and then um, Dan got the, the nod ahead of me and then the, so went in and to be fair to Danny done brilliant and had a great game and it set his career up you yes. know and then the next the next the next I think the next game he scored the winner in the derby yeah. yeah and it just sort of that, that's the type of look you need you know what I mean and, the fine lines you know, between that, what could have been and, and... absolutely absolutely Phil but like even 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 the experience of, of being on the bench in the derby, you know, if I didn't play football again, that, that experience is enough for me. It was you know, we managed to get a draw around fields and some of the players on show that night and just to be involved in them a game of that magnitude is is was was, was mind blowing. And a couple of in that in that period a couple of occasions I'd 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 look back I'd look back and done a bit of research before. You're on you sat on the bench with uh, Andy van der Meder, but that was an interesting experience because he was a lively character, wasn't he? <laughs> Do you know what, Andy? I can't I can't say a bad word about Andy because he's an absolute blinder of a, of a lad. I can see why he get on managers' nerves, <laughs> but he, he's a, he's an absolutely he was brilliant with the youth team, brilliant with the reserve team, and what what a player! Yeah, you know, yeah. It's, it's delivery. He just, you know, in Italy I think it's a bit more laid back, and you know we come over a little bit, you know, like. David Moyes expects 100% professionalism and mm. 100% effort and you know I don't think Andy wants it to run back <laughs> at times but give, give, give him the ball to his feet and he, he was you know you can see why he's had the career but as a lad he was absolutely brilliant he's a great lad great great player but I could see how he gets on from managers' nerves <laughs> <laughs> so that was those experiences if you spoke about, mate, were, were terrific and, and, and they'll live with you forever. But I imagine what'll also kind of stay with you is is the moment when the football club said they were they were gonna release you. Can it can you explain to us and, and take us through was it was it David, was it Moisey who pulled you into the office and said Look. Yeah. 
you know what? He offered me, he said to me, he said to me, he gave me, he said, look, I, I, I could offer you another 12 months. He said, I'd, I'd offer you another 12 months. He said, but I think you need to go and play. Mm. And I sort of, I didn't know, I, I, I don't know whether I was expecting it or, or not, Phil, but right. yeah, anyway, I was with Taff and I was with, and I was with, with, with the manager and, and, you know, we decided to part ways and then I sort of was walking down to the dressing room and, I don't know what come what come over me. I sort of just burst out crying and I finished farming. Phil never come in and, and Tim Cale and he sort of like trying to control you. But I've been at Evans since I was six years of age and you know I'd, I'd supported them and and you know a lot of the lads sort of knew it was coming. But like I, I was sort of I was so I don't know I, I don't know what it was. I think it was just you know. I put a lot in. I'd, you know, I'd been there since I was a kid. I supported them, and it was a it was a proper hard thing to take. And you know, Tim Kerr was brilliant that day, and and, and Phil Neville, and you know, it, it was it was it was a hard it was a hard one. You know, a lot of the lads took it well, but you know, it was difficult for me, and and because I I love playing and mm. I love the club, but you know, it, I I got over it. You know what I mean? And then I sort of. It, it was it was difficult, but you know, as I said, I had some of the best times in my life. Sometimes I won't I won't forget, and you know, met some great people and 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 and, and had some great times. You know what I mean? So uh, it was it, it was great. The Royal Blue Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. The Royal Blue Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. But as you say, mate, you've 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 revived your career in many ways, playing non-league football and a bit of football league and stuff. And what comes across? absolutely you know clear clear as day is that you just have never fallen out of well you're, you're back in love with the game aren't you? you said you're a bit disillusioned for a while but you're clearly back in love with with playing football yeah I, 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 when i left everton and then i got really disillusioned with it because i you know, it was a little bit of bad time for me i got really like didn't really want to play again and it was me my brother and, and I, he just said oh you, you're good enough you're good enough if I didn't think you were good enough, I'd, I'd tell you to go and do something else. But you're good enough, and and then when I got back, and then because I'll be honest, Phil, when like even you're you're having ego at that level, you're like, oh, I'm not going to Southport. But then mm. we played. I, I went to sign for Southport, and we played Fleetwood. Yeah. In, in the first game, and it was I, I was like, this is like a league game. Yeah. And then I just the the spark just come back straight away, Phil, and. And, you know, I was like, right, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. So I tried to look after myself, tried to, to keep myself in good condition. And, and you know, I tried to really, like, you know, I've got, I've got a strength coach in, in, in Tom Christian of Peak Performance who, yeah. who, will go, who, will go to, who will go to privately. And he's he's been absolutely brilliant for me. He's really kept me in good good shape. He's, he's, he's made sure the, the um, he's made sure that the sessions have, have been around football and I go to him at seven o'clock in me and my brother we do we, we have uh, we have an hour with him seven to eight in, in peak performance and he, he he's the he's you know I've worked with Dave Billows who, who yeah. has a great career in the game and, and, and Thomas Christian is he's come from a boxing background that's but right yeah he's uh, he, he's he's absolutely fantastic and he's he's really Especially, he's kept me in it because because I'm only small, Phil, and mm. you know those little ones. But we've got to try and get in there with the big ones. So he's kept me, <laughs> he's, he's, he's kept me in tip-top condition. So I've done that for, for, for the last few years, and it's really, 
really out. I think you've got, that's one thing you've got to get. You get your get your head around if you go into non-league film, if you go part, if you go full time, it's it's it, it's it's not as bad. But if you go part time, you've still got to do your own work. You've got to do your own because you can't just turn up and play. The, the standards too quick. The level's yeah. too good to just turn up and play. So if you, I know some lads working because they can earn good money working and playing football as well. So when you're working, you've got to you've got to put that extra in. And 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 Thomason has been brilliant with me, so I've always got that attitude and and and, and, and kept that attitude to stay in the game. And speaking of the level, and you mentioned playing Fleetwood around that time. Would Vardy been at Fleetwood when you played against him at that time? I've played I've played against Vardy about three or four times. I've tried yeah. to kick him as well, and he's just too quick. <laughs> he's like, I, I, yeah. I remember, I remember he came to Southport. I don't know if you were playing. I think it was over Christmas one day, and he just, he just destroyed, he destroyed Southport. I think it was five or six nil. I think I don't know if you were involved in that game. I, I'm gonna say I wasn't, but I'm not <laughs> sure. <laughs> no, yeah, but Joe, I probably might have been. But I played against him at Luton as well. And ah, he, right. He got the ball. He got the ball on the halfway line and just skip past two players and think the keeper, and then you just go to yourself. Wow. Yeah, do you know, do you know what I mean. He's just, he, you know, but that's he's that goes very, he's done very, 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 very well. Absolutely, I mean, and he's he's the shining example, JP. But in terms of what you were saying earlier on about the standard and stuff, there's so many players now who will make that jump into the football league. Not necessarily go as far as Jamie has, but in terms of being able to make that jump, and he, and is that still your aspiration in terms of you're 28, you're still at the peak of of your playing ability? Do you still have that dream of playing in the football league uh, before you retire? My, my brother still thinks I can play for Real Madrid. So. <laughs> <laughs> but, but no, yeah. Look, I, I, as I said, you know, it's it. I, 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 I went with Steve to Wellen because of, I felt Steve. I had a couple of uh, of options, and I went with Steve because I feel like he, he understands me as a player. I had, I had him at Macclesfield, and mm. he's really, you know, he's really. I really get. He really gets the best out of me, Phil, and I, I enjoy it under him. Do you know what I mean? We've had like. I played for some other managers, and it's it's a bit like right, we're going direct. And as when playing in midfield, and it just doesn't suit me. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And so I I'm sort of made the decision on on that basis as he gets the best out of me. And you know we we have, we've got a strong team, and the plan was always to go for the league and and and, and to get promoted. And 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 when I see who he's bringing in, and 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 as I said, I played for him a few times and. He's a top manager. He really is. He deserves. A, he deserves a good chance in 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 as a, as a good job Phil, yeah. because he's he's sort of battled around non-league for a while. And he's always done well, and you know he's 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 a good, good, very good man, very underrated manager. And I think I think it'll only be a matter of time before he goes a little bit higher. Yeah. Uh, just before I let you go, mate, I really appreciate your time. Um, just interested to get your thoughts on on this new look Everton and how we're looking this season and and what you're thinking of of Silver and 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 the players he's brought in. Well, I just I think he's seen the, the performance from Bernard and oh. Charleston. I think I just think Bernard's a fantastic little player, and I think you know it, it, it's always difficult when 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 the sort Everton have been in a bit of a, a when the money come in, and I think I don't know did he did he buy right or, yeah. or yeah, you know yeah. it, it, you know he brought in a lot of players and. You know, and then Sam Allardyce come in and sort of always, you know, he was just there to sort of steady the ship, I think, a little bit. And then, and then, you know, it's sort of when Silver come in and sort of more new players. So it takes time for them to, to gel. But I think he's done, he's doing a great job. He plays 
he tries trying to do the right things, and I think they brought a little bit of clash in now, which I think whatever, and we're missing a little bit of creativity, and I think Bernard and Richardson are, are going to bring that. Yeah, I, I felt I felt that Bernard would be your type of player, and I don't mean that just purely of of a, of a size, but in terms of his ability, and he's he's just he's a class he's a class act, isn't he? Ah, uh, he's an absolute class act. I mean, Leon Osman was exactly the same. Yeah, Leon Osman's probably the most underrated player I've ever played a game. He was that. He Aussie was that. Was that good? And I think with Moyes, Everton always had that little sort of playmaker in PNR, mm-hmm. and then and then I think when Cumin come in, it was sort of lacking, lacking that, which yeah. was a surprise for me because I, I thought he'd be a lot more. Different though it's the way he was, John. Don't get me wrong, he's had a brilliant career, great manager, but I thought he'd be a little bit different. But it's sort of when then Alavice is sort of a little bit similar to, to Moyes in a way. But I think we, we haven't, we didn't replace Ozzy, yeah, just that sort of creative sort of you know player. And I think Bernard looks like of that ilk, you know. So you know, hopefully, now we've got that that little that little spark of quality and class. And, no, he, he's a fantastic player. Yeah, and uh, you, you won't you won't be able to get back to Goodison much, will you? Because you're playing still, of course. When was the last time you were at the game? Well, do you know what? When I was at Southport, I got to a few games. I got to I was injured in um, New Year's Day, and I got to the United game. Right. Um, and I, yeah, it weren't, it weren't it weren't the best no. games. <laughs> You know, it, it was it, you know it just being back there the grand. You know, I took I, I took me to my little niece and my nephew there. There, mad Evertonians now. My little my little nephew's playing. And he's like Everton mad. So yeah, um, yeah. So you know, it, I still obviously love the football club the bits and and you know it's it's it, it's 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 my boy club and I always wish them the best. Top man, JP. Well, thanks very much for your time. I really appreciate you being so um, open and honest. It was, a, it was a, a terrific chat. And uh, all the best of the weekend, just so we can all look out for you. Who have you, who have you got on Saturday? Do you know what? I think we've got Slough at home. Right. Okay. So, yeah, so it's, we, we, we're taking the second in the league at the minute. So, another three points. Keep taking, taking them off. Absolutely. Well, all the best for that, mate. And all the best for the rest of the season. And uh, maybe one day we'll, we'll see you back at the academy, maybe with uh, with a coach's jacket on, eh? Fingers crossed, mate. I hope so. <laughs> Good man, mate. Well, thanks very much for your time and uh, take care. You've been listening to the Royal Blue Podcast from the Liverpool Echo.